Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In a podcast, two comedians face their toughest challenge yet to create the superhero they would want to be with thousands of superheroes to choose from. Only one thing stands in their way. A host that is as arbitrary as he is disabled. So I suppose, he sits in their way. Is that okay? Can I say that? Anyway, this is, the silliest, superest, heroist, podcast. Hello and welcome to the silliest, superest, heroist podcast. The show where we get two comedians to battle it out trying to pick their ultimate superhero by combining different parts of different superheroes. Uh, today I've got two fantastic guests and I'm so excited I can't even bother with an introduction I just want to get talking to them um so my first guest is Katie Pritchard how are you doing Katie yeah hello. <laughs> you're your own hype man I like that <laughs> let's go 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 how are you feeling Katie hype I'm yeah. feeling really good I'm feeling really strong i'm uh-huh. ready to defeat the other guests that you have on <laughs> and that rhymed as well that could be that could be the theme tune yeah i mean i've i've already got a, i mean i haven't got a theme tune oh. i've got an introduction but it's a robot voice but um oh, okay but yeah no i'm happy to get a free katie pritchard free- theme tune at any point um i often get questions from guests before the show about like mm-hmm. How do you play the game and all this kind of stuff? Or, or, you know, what kind of superheroes am I allowed to pick from? Your first question was, what am I going to be wearing? Well, more for dress code, yeah. yeah. Just if there was a dress code. Yeah. If we were going to get extra points for dressing. Okay. I match. mean, you know, you know this is an audio medium, right? It... But I feel like if I... If I come dressed, if there's a dress code yeah. and I've come dressed in it, then that's going to give me more of a chance of winning and Fair. a more pleasurable experience for anyone listening as well, because they'll know <laughs> that I am wearing the right clothes. Yeah, okay. So they'll Great. feel comfortable. Great. No, no, and that's, and that is absolutely true. Uh, you've nailed it. Um, so you, what, do you have sort of superhero clothes going on? Yes. Um, now, just for anyone that's not watching this, which is everyone <laughs> that is taking this in, um, I'm in space on my backdrop, so you can't actually see my feet because I've got green socks, but they do say kapow. That, yeah, so, no, fair enough. I didn't think it through about the green screen and the green socks, but they do say kapow. 
So that's good. I like how you were going to go show me them and then went, <laughs> it's not gonna work. Okay, yeah, great. Just well, a that is, toe. <laughs> yeah, great. And that is a dangerous uh, ability to have, to have invisible feet. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Well, I'm delighted to have you and your Kapow socks on the podcast and someone else that I'm delighted to have on the podcast, despite his lack of superhero socks, I don't know, maybe he has superhero socks on, is Stuart Goldsmith. Hi, Stuart. Hello. Do you have any superhero socks on? Uh, I don't, but if I'd known this was going to be a purely audio uh, medium, I wouldn't have bothered dressing up as the silver surfer using all of this Baco foil. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to focus on my lack of socks when I've gone yeah. to this much effort. I mean, I'm I mean, the silver breathe. contact lenses, which I'm blind now permanently in one eye. I mean, the detail that you can create out of one tube of silver foil is just Thank you. incredible. Thank you. So I used five tubes as practice, but only okay. one when it came to the day. Good. Yeah, that's important. That's important. <laughs> you prepare and then you nail it. Go for Where'd it, you get it. your foil from, Stu? Because it sounds very quiet. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, it's just Tesco's, just Tesco's foil. But that's the point. That's why you bother dressing yourself head to toe in tinfoil five times as a warm up. So right. that on the day, you know how to move. Look at this. I can actually do, if you watch closely, I can yeah. do the, the running man. You don't hear a thing. Oh my god, that is amazing! Incredible. I, I mean, if I only Zoom recorded both video and audio, that we could actually put wow. this out as a video podcast. You want um, to sort your settings out, mate? I'm I mean, genuinely <laughs> aggrieved that we're never going to see my incredible silver surfer outfit. Um, so, as you guys know, we're going to be combining uh, both of your ideas in terms of what we can have as the ultimate superhero, and we're going to come up with a superest hero today. Um, let's not muck about. Let's get on with round one. The head. Round one. The head. Uh, so here's the deal. You could pick any head from any superhero who, that you fancy. Sorry, do we have to fancy them? <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, I do. Personally, any choice I have is someone that I want to bone. But, you know, are you recalibrating based on whether or not you need to fancy them? Is that No, no, no. Or... I'm, I'm okay. stalling for time because I'm looking at my little list that I did and I forgot to do the head. Okay. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> one. Right. So, so I'm just playing for time. First, and you think of a head of someone okay. that you fancy and want to have as your own head. Don't, don't is... copy me, though, Stu. Don't oh, let's, like. let's see what I'm definitely going to have then. <laughs> um, I think I'd have the head of Daredevil. Okay. Nice. Because then he can obviously hear everything mm -hmm. and he can be completely inconspicuous, doesn't need lights, um, you know, like some people do. Mm -hmm. doesn't need them. And um, I was thinking like, okay, so if an enemy is coming at you, yeah, he'd be able to hear them, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to hear him. That's good. Mm. Your, your mask can be anything. You've mm -hmm. got no real requirements on the mask. Yeah. Um, you can turn off the lights or you can have them on. That's your call. doesn't make a difference. Um, but you could do all your business in the dark. So saves it's on perfect. electricity. Yeah, it saves electric. Perfect for a power cart. Mm. Perfect for night time. Perfect for an altercation in a basement or a tunnel, <laughs> which often happens. Mm. Also, if your enemy was coming at you, you could scare them because they wouldn't know who you were because... Because you you could have a, 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 a huge mask on, they so they just wouldn't know yeah. who you were. They'd be like, "Whoa, where's your head?" <laughs> this mask, they wouldn't know. Um, also, tear gas that wouldn't be an issue. So you mm. could just walk on through that. That doesn't doesn't bother you. Um, so why is tear gas not an issue? Do you not have super smell? 
wouldn't you react incredibly badly to anything that kind of disorientates your sentence? Your sentence. Well, just more thinking that you wouldn't have to have your eyes uncovered, would you? Oh, I think that's. Just oh, I don't know how tear gas works. I think you would do so well I think you'd super smell the tear gas, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you'd be. Uh, you'd be you confounded. But I mean, I oh, suppose I the it was actual just looking at it. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe tear gas wouldn't be a problem because you'd be blinded. It wouldn't matter. But pepper yeah. spray, very different deal. Oh, I, well, I wasn't talking about pepper spray, mate. I was talking about. I was very clear on that. I was talking about the tear gas. <laughs> but I think you know, if you could do all those things, then your enemy would uh, be very impressed or very scared. Mm. So either emotion would be good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, your your theory is to either kill them with imp- with actual. Fright or kill them with kindness. Yeah. The way you're killing them. So. Well, you wouldn't, but you wouldn't physically be killing them. They'd sure. just be over overawed by yeah. you. Yeah. So you still got your moral way. compass. In, exactly. Intact. Yeah. You've yeah. not very done clever. any killing. Yeah. Superhero. Yeah, um, okay. Daredevil. Interesting. So you've gone all of the heads in in the world, and you've gone. I want a blind guy because he's better at hearing. Cool. Yeah. Good thinking. Um, Stu, what? Yeah. Have you come up with a head yet? Uh, well, I've been scrolling fifty best superheroes <laughs> <laughs> because the problem is the way my the way my memory works. Uh-huh. Like, I'll, as soon as we finish this, I'll go. Oh God, I should have had that one. Sure. Like, I I quite like uh, Captain Haddock. Uh, from Tintin, because he's got a beard and I've never been okay. able to grow a convincing beard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I don't know if it really counts as a power. So I would say maybe I'm quite partial to the Hulk's head, but like none of the rest of him, just just <laughs> yeah. the head, just a normal body <laughs> with the Hulk's head. Because to begin with, you've got the element of surprise because your head is going to be some five or six times bigger <laughs> like than your proportional head. It's going to be like that's, sure. that is going to really knock people off their confidence. Mm. They're going to be like, that dude's head's enormous. They probably won't know whether to bring it up or whether you know. <laughs> so that would like that would make things quite socially awkward, but to your advantage. Mm. Plus, you've got the relative powers of the Hulk, which in terms of the strength of the Hulk, you'd have a very strong jaw. If anyone were to attack you with tear gas, I don't think you'd have a problem with it. Because as everyone knows, the Hulk has a nictating membrane that will cover up his eyes in the event of attack. But basically, he's just so completely invulnerable. Like, whatever went wrong, you would survive. I'm just planning ahead. Yeah. I didn't mean that as a pun. Pun very much not intended. No, don't be be ring-shotting an accidental pun. Um, Fair enough. Okay, cool. That's an interesting shout. So when you say you want the Hulk... You want the actual fully roid rage, out of control Hulk. You don't want... Yeah, and I have a green one as well, because I'm not trying to yeah. show off by having a different coloured Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Also, the red ones and the grey ones look rubbish. Yeah. yeah. I have the, gray, the green one, but specifically, is it Jack Kirby who kind of initially drew the Hulk with, like, so his head is sort of hamburger-shaped? Okay. I mean, it's kind of like, it's, it's like he's got a really big, prominent jaw. Cool. So we've got a difficult decision here. So we've got the choice between the most competent blind person in the world and a full-blown Hulk who's out of control, who's 
but like it's got, just a raging head on a tiny pink yeah, little skinny so like, body. That's what I'm thinking. Like depending on the upper body, he's <laughs> like going to be like Hulk smash, and then just like knocking on the door, be like, "Can I come in, please?" I mean, it would be questionable whether the upper body I'm building can hold the weight of the Hulk's head. <laughs> I mean, I really want to see what happens. With if that. I go Howard the Duck for the torso, we're in <laughs> oh, real <dear>. trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I think for the readiness to deal with any tear gas attack i'm gonna have to go with the hulk it, i'm sorry katie if you hadn't brought it up i wouldn't have even thought about tear gas but you're right he is susceptible to it and the, the hulk is not if our two heads were to meet in a combat situation katie, <laughs> i would simply shout and your ears would burst <laughs> Okay, great. It's 1-0 to Stu. Moving on to round two. The upper body. Round two. Upper body. Uh, so we've got the Hulk's head to try and support. Stu, what is your upper body that you are picking to go with this head? John Constantine, please. <laughs> Reveal uh, For two, two reasons. Two reasons. Uh, one, it'll look funny under my... No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, two reasons. One is that uh, obviously the hands of John Constantine are magical, so you can do a bit of magic. And although you might argue that the magic is sort of done in the head, the hands definitely play a part in it. Um, and he can do a bit of, uh, you know, kind of drawing, scribbling things. Oh, the magic I like John Constantine doing is all like back of a fag packet magic, you know, rather than, you know, drawings. It's not like this sort of um, uh, Doctor Strange kind of creating special effects in midair stuff so much as convincing someone to betray someone else, you know, but I think there's, there's, yeah. there's a handy element in there. But also I rewatched the movie of Constantine recently, which I've probably seen now three or four times. The scene, which is obviously derived from the comic books where he, um, spoiler alert, uh, overcomes terminal lung cancer by having the devil pull the fronds of cancer out of his lungs as a punishment so that he has to stay alive longer. Uh, it's just great. I just think to be the only person, like I'm definitely wanting the torso of John Constantine after that has happened. <laughs> I'm basically cancer-proof and I can okay. keep smoking. So I've got a giant Hulk's head with three or four cigarettes on the go at once. Yeah. I'm completely cancer-proof because of my magic lungs. Okay. Well, that is, that is, a, that is a good shout. Um, how, in proportion to the Hulk, is he going to be Constantine as the size of the Hulk or are you going to have... I'll take the actual giant, body of John Constantine, please. The, the actual body with the giant head. Yeah, Great. otherwise it wouldn't be funny that my head was so big. Great. No, you're absolutely right. Of course. Why would I even... At some point, the Hulk's head? neck is going to turn into Constantine's <laughs> neck. Yeah, it's going to be like it's an blend inverted Rogan. cone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. John Constantine versus Katie. What is your choice for the upper body? Okay, my choice for the upper body is a good one. Um, <laughs> I think the upper body should be a transformer. Oh, okay. damn, that is good. Um, right, because obviously now we've got to cope with the Hulk's head that mm. someone's popped on there. <laughs> and I feel like steel work would hold up the Hulk's head. Mm -hmm. And also you could transform into all these different things. So um, you could, like, if an enemy was coming at you, you could transform into some kind of truck, just your torso, mm. and then just wheel them over <laughs> or you could maybe have a, like something that shoots on your arm you could shoot them you could have specific. a shield you could have a shield 
<laughs> on one like one of the car doors could be a shield you could be a, do a very good robot dance <laughs> and then your enemy's like whoa that's really cool and then you join in together share a few dance moves and then you have a dance off so it doesn't end like it's in, not particularly violent yeah unless they need it to be violent in which case you've got a gun you can drive them over or you can bush them with the shield sure i think there's a lot of op options yeah i mean watching katie try and like mime a transformer <laughs> just with her arms to indicate it was the only the upper body part of her that only was going to be the body. transforming was a thing of beauty um katie would you be an autobot or a decepticon um pass <laughs> oh the autobots are the good the autobots are the goodies who the are led goodies. by optimus prime i yeah and... optimus prime's gang please yes i, I yeah, think yeah. i think I, I was pitching bumblebee <sighs> to you okay yeah Okay. I feel like, yeah, Bumblebee's got some skills. Um, my, my, I think the Bumblebee thing is a good shout because the yellow of Bumblebee will look really funny against the Hulk head. Yeah. It's very it's vivid, hot. day glow. Mm. Super It'd be like those bugs that scare off um, enemies because they look like they're poisonous. Yes. It's, it's... Yes. <laughs> and also the, the fact about Bumblebee transforms into a, a car, like a yellow beetle, as we mm. know. Um, but if the head was enormous and green, then you're going to transform into a big green head that's got wheels, <laughs> which I think is, and, well, and yeah. a little tiny, little tiny yellow bonnet. Yeah, and well, I think I that is going to be absolutely was... charming. That's going to look like Mario Kart. So I've got a choice between Bumblebee. Are you settled on Bumblebee as your as your transformer of choice? Well. Um... Let's with go Bumblebee. with Bumblebee. Yeah. So with Bumblebee, of course you can have wheels. And as a, as I've mentioned pretty much every episode of this podcast, I have wheels. I'm in a wheelchair. I'm choosing Bumblebee for the wheels. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
It's one all. As we go into round three, the lower body. Round three, lower body. Uh, you can pick any lower body you want. Katie, who are you choosing for your lower body? Okay, so before I knew it, we were going to have the Hulk's head. Sure. I was going to offer up the Hulk's lower body. Uh-huh. That's fair. Is you that can okay? St- you can still do that. <laughs> I really hope we end up with a hero that's just the Hulk, <laughs> except the torso is Bumblebee. <laughs> what were um, your because- reasons for the Hulk's lower body? Mostly the glutes. I feel like okay. he's going to get have a strong pair of glutes on him. Mm-hmm. And that's good for endurance. Yeah. Um, you know, he can take long steps. He can sure. travel fast and far. Mm-hmm. He's quite tall. So that is that's true. Quite, that's intimidating. Mm. Um, so uh, maybe, but maybe I'd give the Hulk a bit of ballet training so he's a bit more, you know, um, light on his feet okay. than he normally is. Mm. Um, and he might need a bit of straight, like, balance training, you know, bit of ballet work, woodwork. Mm. If he's got Bumblebee in, as his torso, yeah. he might need so he doesn't topple over. Sure. I feel like because he's got the glutes, the base is very strong, right? Mm. So he'd yeah. be able to cope with that. Um, and he'd be really good at kicking. Yeah, famously. So, yeah, so kicks and stuff. I think he'd look good doing an MC Hammer dance as well, which would go into the whole concept of having a dance-off instead of an actual fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Um, the only sort of query I have about that is you've mm-hmm. got the Hulk's head. So yep. do you think he's going to have the temperament to be able to take ballet lessons? Well, I feel like if he knew, it, after he's done one, yeah. I feel like it would definitely centre him. Sure. Give him a bit of mindfulness. Yeah. And then it's all about getting him to do that first ballet lesson, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? What we need once to do you, the... Once you break the seal and have yeah. that first lesson, then he'll realise the How benefits is. of okay. ballet. So the first thing we've got to do with this guy <laughs> is we've got to show him uh, the film Billy Elliot, uh, mm. make him fall in love with the idea of him doing ba- ballet. Well, that, tough that guys a... can do ballet. Yeah, that would be perfect because Billy Elliot sometimes is angry, but then he lets it out through his ballet and he looks beautiful doing mm. it. And also, he's good at kicking already, right? Mm. But if he does ballet, he could kick even higher. He That's could do a true. run to chomp. <laughs> God, is That's there anything more leg. frightening than the Hulk <laughs> flexibility? Exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, okay, so we've got, yeah, we've got the Hulk's legs uh, whilst doing some ballet training on the side. He's got the strength. We'll give him a bit of flexibility. It's going to be lovely. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, Cool. Stu, you're up against the Hulk's lower body. What well, is your choice? I'm, my choice is uh, the, le- the lower body of Cannonball from okay. uh, the either New Mutants or X-Force or whatever he's up to these days, Sam Guthrie. Okay. Uh, he has uh, a regular torso, like a regular young guy, sort of a uh, little Aryan blonde guy you'd expect to find <laughs> in uh, an X-Factor, an X-Force uh, wing. Um, but his lower body, his power is that it kind of becomes, I don't really know how it works, but I just remember thinking it was cool as fuck in the comic books I used to read as a teen, um, that his lower body would kind of, kind of generate this sort of energy that would uh, that would just it, it's like flight basically the power is flight except that his version of it 
chucks out loads of kind of smoke and energy and stuff behind him. So he tear asses around the sky. So it's like he's being shot from a cannon. Well, yes, I suppose, but he doesn't need to. The, he doesn't need the administrative hurdle of having okay. to take a cannon everywhere with him. Sure, sure, that is that is useful to know. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, more to be fair, he should really have been called firework because it's a yeah. lot more like. A fire. <laughs> but again, without the administrative hurdle of having a long wooden stick coming yeah. out of your ass that then needs to be put into a tube and angled away from <laughs> yeah. the house and children. Yeah, that gives you a nice safe. T- it gives you five seconds to prepare and, and leg it away from it. Do you think that a superhero called the Firework would be a intimidating in or like? Do you think he would be sort of? Well, you might beat him once, but you could never return to him. <laughs> Did I sound really pleased with myself then? Yeah, a I was bit. really pleased with myself. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I mean, to be honest, we were all trying to think of a way to get that joke in. Um, <laughs> Oh, there we go. He has the ability to propel himself into the air and is invulnerable whilst doing so. Well, there we go. Um, So, okay. So those are the options we've got. And and I should say, if we go now that we've gone for the bumblebee torso, yeah. When we're in the mode of the slightly Mario Kart idea of a gigantic, no, I was uh, absolutely going to be with some little yellow kind of uh, wheels and detailing then it would really propel him forwards as if he'd hit a, 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 a power-up. And I, I'm going to profit up if Hulk's head is invulnerable, therefore his legs must also be invulnerable, Yeah, right? I, would, I would agree with that. They, his legs are also, He's also got invulnerable legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either but way, the, we've got the bumblebee legs. bit is simply metal. <laughs> yeah, the only weakness this guy's got is rust. Um, yeah, no, I'm absolutely going with Cannonball. That's a great shout. It would definitely propel... Um, the car forward further. Katie's <laughs> giving me a clap on Zoom again. Yeah, completely I agree. unnecessary. I... For the... <laughs> <laughs> what fine. It was just I was just cheering you on for your choice there. Yeah. Now okay. I, now I've heard the, the reasonings detail. behind it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. Cool. It is two one to Stuart Goldsmith going into round four. The weapon. Round four. Weapon. So we're going to pick a weapon. Stu, right. any weapon you want, what is it? Um, I'm going to go for, and I don't know how to pronounce it. I believe it's the the NAT. It's spelt N-A apostrophe A-T, and it's from the Sandman Slim series of novels by American author Richard Cadry. The character Stark has a, a device which he brought back with him from hell called the NAT, and it is a... It's a malleable object which can be uh, a sort of a spear or a javelin or a whip. If you imagine a whip, that if you crack the whip in a particular way, it becomes hard and turns into a spear or a poking kind of weapon. Uh, And if you kind of, I think it has something in the handle which sort of revolves in numerous different ways. So it's like a two-handed handle and you can either use it as a dagger or a whip or a spear and it's incredibly flexible and you can use it as a kind of, you know, to grab things like you would with a whip, Mm. possibly a sort of grappling hook to climb up stuff. It's Mm. just this incredibly, it's like an awesome little sort of hellish, hellion handle, which you can uh, do all sorts of different things with. It's a whip, swordy, stubby It's just It's a sword whip. It's, yeah, a, it's a, sword uh, whip. a swordy whip. Sword a whippy whip. sword, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, now that I know what the rest of the superhero looks like, yeah. he doesn't need a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could use this as a sort of toothpick. It's a little yeah. utensil, basically. Yeah, it's it's got lots of uh, real-world applications because, as you say, he doesn't need it to be a weapon. He's 
like the Hulk transformer or uh, cannibal. Yeah. So, you know, he you could might... use it if he had a dog, he could use it as one of those things that picks up a tennis ball and you wang it further yeah. than you'd be able to. And, and as the lead for the dog all in one. It's yeah. great. Um, okay. <laughs> Katie, what is your so, weapon? I'm hoping it's more conventional. My weapon um, is really cool. And also I feel like it's, it's got a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a pet, which is nice. <laughs> I was thinking of the the like trident thing that Stargirl slash Starman has, Stop. you know? Yeah. And it's like, for anyone that doesn't know, it's like this metal stick made millions of years ago. No one knows which metal it's made from. It seems indestructible, uh, but it kind of does its own thing. It actually teaches Stargirl how to use her powers. Mm-hmm. So it can do a zappy thing it can help her fly it can knock people over it does loads of cool things and it does it kind of on its own so i feel like if because our superhero is quite self-sufficient and so they wouldn't be so reliant on each other which i think is quite healthy (laughs) Uh, but also after a fight you know you'd have your pet trident and you could be like hey good job man that was really fun (laughs) and that would be nice to check check in with someone yeah, um, you know, because it's good to it's good to talk, isn't it? Yeah, um, it'd be good for their mental health. And obviously, it, being this sort of crazy superhero that's a mix of amalgamation of no one else is going to understand what they're going through, and to have someone who's been there and like knows what's just happened, so you don't have to explain all the details. You don't be like, yeah. oh, I was just chasing a guy, and then I had to turn into a car, and then and you know, I used my force field to catch him or whatever you don't need to explain that you just can explain how you feel and I think that is very useful um yeah it lights up as well so if it gets dark and the Hulk needs uh, and we no, we're not the Hulk but our superhero needs some light Mm. it could be like which is lucky I mean considering your original choice for the head with the daredevil that that'd be counterproductive to your um original head but no. Now, now it it's very been. productive. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Hard very productive. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, so here's the thing. I I like the idea of the multi-tool whip, sword, dagger, javelin, whatever, uh, nat thing that Stu has gone for. <laughs> I thought honestly thought that was you slamming it. I like the idea of that one. Nah. nah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's no longer the 90s, so that would not be acceptable. Um, but uh, I like the idea of a trident. Like, even if you don't need it as a weapon, just as just as a, just as a access- pet. Yeah, as a it's pet. Sort of, so what it, it's sort of like a Google Home Hub yes. on a stick. Yeah, that yeah, you can a- throw at people. But it it sees what's going on and it's up, it gets up to mischief for you. Mm. If you're <laughs> been knocked out, it might be like, "Hey, I'll help you up, or I'll get this person off your back, or do some CPR." Yeah, that's it's, good. It's it's like so it's sort dog. of a sidekick. Exactly, exactly that. A sidekick as a weapon. Yeah, I'm going with that. It's two old. Two old. Katie's won the yes. weapon. We're moving into the final round. Yes. Uh, <laughs> round five is the power. Round five, power. Um, so there's no limit. There doesn't have to be a pre-existing superhero with this power. The only limitation is your imagination. And if you have unlimited imagination as your power, then you've got no limits at all. Um, so Katie, 
You can have any power to add to the superhero. What power are you choosing? Empathy. (laughs) Because we've all seen the boys and we've all seen what happens when there's a lack of empathy. Yeah. And I think if we make sure our superhero has empathy, it's not going to be egomaniac and they're actually going to be a hero about the place. (laughs) I think that's the most important power of all. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, great. Um, I mean, usually I have follow-up questions about what that power would lead to. <laughs> I know what empathy leads to. It leads to a good human being. Is it, is, is it that you have a, an, an incredible amount of empathy, like a superheroic level of empathy, or is it just basic empathy? <laughs> basic human empathy. I, I think the power would be that you're, you're, you've got enough empathy that if someone, you can turn someone, you know, they might be a, a bad person, but they're yeah, like, yeah. hey... Have you tried thinking about it from this other person's point of view? And they go, oh, I didn't think of that. And then all of a sudden they're a good person. Yes. And that would so be spare skill. empathy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like radiating empathy. I've got to say, I, listen, this, my, my power uh, was the power to make people reconsider. So <laughs> it, and I think they're, they're, basically, they're basically peas in a pod. I don't know if you've seen the Lego movie. Um, again, spoiler alert for the end of the Lego movie. But at the end of the Lego movie, um, Emmett... Uh, played by uh, Chris Pratt, who is entitled to his religious beliefs, and uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell, who is not. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, they have this kind of altercation where, at the end, rather than beating him or kind of destroying or vanquishing the baddie, Emmett just goes, hey, buddy, why not not be a baddie? <laughs> he just goes, look, you can join in. You can be one of us, and, and we can all be good guys. And, and, um, and uh, Lord Business, Will Ferrell's character, sort of goes, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> to me, that's one of the most wonderful conclusions. It's so narratively satisfied when you see what they do with it yeah. that I just thought the power uh, to make people reconsider, but that effectively what that boils down to is empathy. So I, I'm seconding that one. Okay, so yeah, so it's basically radiating empathy versus the ability to make people reconsider. Um, I just I, I love the idea that I mean I'm 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 kind of humbly retiring mine and saying it should be empathy. I think that's okay. a much neater way of doing it. Sure. But I love the idea of a giant green indestructible head powering along inside <laughs> the sort of carcass of a, a, a yellow transforming metal body, and its power is to make people just have a bit of a think about what they really want deep down. <laughs> yeah, do you really want to do this? Wouldn't wouldn't it be better not to litter? Um, <laughs> come on, guys. We can we can all do this. Let's all let's all band together. We can make this work. Fantastic. I yeah. Okay. But then, if you're conceding defeat, it, it's ba- it's basic empathy. That's what our superhero power is. It's- and that's why I double win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, you have won three points to two. How exciting! Um, yeah. You get to add. Uh, as your as your prize for winning, you get to add an aesthetic based. Uh, part to this superhero. So anything you want, purely decorative, no functionality whatsoever. What would you like to add to this superhero? I think it would be great if this superhero either uh, identifies as female or mm-hmm. non-binary. Okay, great. I feel like we need more superheroes that aren't just male identifying. 100%. Okay. That's what I'd add in. Yeah, no, absolutely. They could be non-binary or female. How about we let them choose their own pronouns? And Yes, that would be great. And let them decide how they want to be talked to. 
Great, we can absolutely do that for this superhero. Um, so our final superhero is the massive Hulk's head, fully raging. You've then got Bumblebee's upper body. You've got Cannonball's lower body with Stargirl's Chydron and with basic empathy, and they consider themselves non-binary. Um, we've got one final thing to do with our superhero in order to finish off this episode, and that is to name them. Um, what name should we give this superhero? Smash car. <laughs> My rule for naming naming heroes is you have to come up with the very first thing you thought of. And <laughs> even though that is not the best name, that's my suggestion is Smash Car. Smash Car. Katie, have you got a suggestion for us? Yeah, the vibe. Okay. Oh, that's so good! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely going with the vibe. There we go. That's the vibe. Uh, that's the vibe of this show. Thank you very much to my wonderful guests, Katie Pritchard and Stuart Goldsmith. This has been the Silliest Superist Heroist Podcast. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye! Thank you for listening to the Silliest Superist Heroist Podcast. Created by Aaron Simmons. And produced by Gag Reflex. If you want to get in touch with the show about any inaccuracies in this episode, don't. They got a massive head, but they got a car for a torso. It's the vibe. They gotta fly through the air, and they gotta try to as a pet. It's the vibe. The vibe. The vibe. The vibe. Look out, it comes. The vibe. They got so much empathy, it's the vibe. (laughs)